Suck my dick! Alright. Welcome back. You know, here we go. Two in a row. Almost a streak. You know, this is uh Put It on Record, the podcast about DJing hosted by DJs. I am tired burn. Um had a long weekend here with my co host. Don't fret. And Recio. And um how's everybody feeling today? Uh, it was the end of the month stuff for me at work today, so I'm exhausted mentally, and I still have like four hours of studying when we get done with this, so yeah. <laughs> in the words of Mariah Carey, I'm going to do the best I can with what I got. But what I got! <laughs> I need to chop that up and make that a, a little a drop for one of y'all. I, I, I probably can't get that <laughs> off, but y'all can. Um, yeah, uh, all day today, I thought it was Monday. Um, yes, it was and, a very Tuesday-ish Monday. And I'm at work with the slow blinks, too. Like, I stood up. I got water. I I, I was adjusting my belt. I was doing everything I can to stay awake today because I was tired as shit. Um, but a lot of the good things came from this weekend. So I definitely want to talk about this weekend. Um, before we do that, I do want to say on the front of the podcast, uh, make sure y'all follow us on Instagram, Super Music Directors. directors. Follow us on Twitter. And uh, we got some shit coming up. Probably. I don't know. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> so Friday, the three of us was in the building for the first and not the last Super Soda presented by Orange Soda at Forum. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, us three, shout out to DJ IQ and the Grammy Award winning DJ Drama. Um, definitely a packed house. Uh it was people, yeah. I, I've never. I was talking just a minute ago. I've never seen Forum that full up top on the floor. They actually removed some of the furniture so that more people, more people can be on the floor, and nobody was on the stage. That's that's even amazing, more amazing. So, you think you guys... Drama was more packed than the last time we was at Forum? Yeah, really. Like, cause it was packed to the door. Like, if you look okay. over. Excuse me, to the bathroom, it was like packed over there. Whereas, you know, for uh, because it was packed that last one we did for our anniversary party, it was more packed like, like in the on the actual floor. And the upstairs Mm -hmm. was packed out too. I went upstairs, the upstairs was packed. Yeah, we um, it was crazy. Um, what'd you guys think about the night overall, and what'd you guys think about your sets? I was just proud, you know, that I didn't have any sleeve malfunctions because I didn't wear any sleeves. So sleeve malfunction. <laughs> me that either, was a child. <laughs> Is that all you got to say about your set? <laughs> no, I was actually really proud of my set. Um, there was one song I wanted to get off and I chickened out. And in hindsight, I should have just done it just to like get that feeling out and over with of like this shit don't hit but i'm playing it for me and i'm gonna just let it rock for until the first chorus and then i'll switch but um overall i think it was pretty good i was playing for the girls and they seemed to enjoy it so so you're not gonna tell us what the song was oh the the song was a supernova girl and that's for my disney kids you know zoom 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 
I played it for Reva and she was like, yeah, that was it. That was it. My, I like my little sisters was into that. I wasn't really the Disney girl. I was on VH1 and MTV and BET, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so two things. Uh, and this is not to discourage either one of you. I don't know what that song is, as you can probably imagine. And two, I hate when people play TV show theme songs in the club. That's just me, though. I know mm-hmm. other people like it. I'm, this is a personal thing. They'll never catch me. There was a time back in the day people used to play Fresh Prince theme song all the theme song all the time. I'll, I'll be looking like really. Okay, so is there a difference if it's the theme song or if it's like a song from the show? Like this isn't the theme song. This is just an iconic song that came out of this movie. Um, Does it matter? I can't. Well. It's theme songs for me because I had because I can think of another example of a song from a show that's specifically for the show. Right, right. So, yeah, well, Lil Ratchet Soul got off the Proud Family theme song, and it definitely went up when she played it. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't like it, but I know people like it, so that's why I'm not tripping. Right. I'm not trying. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying they never catch me playing Golden Girl, Golden Girls, or or all that. Even all that. Uh, that's on yeah. brand for us. But I'm not. Nah, I'm cool. Like, there's too many actual songs out there. I've definitely done um, gigs with an emphasis on the Lord and got off um, some sister act joints. <laughs> uh, I'm talking about from the movie, not like what was on the soundtrack. So I'm so weak. Okay, that kind of works. It does in those type of settings for sure. Yeah. I don't How know if I try that at like a bar, but you know. How was your set? Uh, I think my set went pretty well considering the fact I didn't have anything planned really. I had some songs that I definitely wanted to get off, but I didn't have. I mean, Alexis, I talked to you about it when you was over here. Like, yeah. I, what are you playing? Couldn't tell you. Like, really, <laughs> I think this. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna throw these uh, songs in a folder, and I'm going to work around them. And that's what I did. And I got a lot of good uh, reactions from the crowd that evening. Um, so I'm very pleased with my set. I am going to challenge the three of us because I feel like we always get on here and say, yeah, I don't know what I was going to play, so I just play whatever. And I feel like um, while it still works, well, it, well, I don't think my set was good on Friday at all, but while it still works, I think, uh, especially with uh, what we were just talking about that we can't talk about on the podcast yet, like we should definitely go into to situations like this and be like, I could put together. I, if it's less than an hour, I I, I want to challenge myself to mm-hmm. actually sit down and make a set. Even if I got to like swap some songs out because I'll be going last or whatever. Um, now, if it's a situation like, you know, me and you, Reva, was doing like a four-hour thing and we're mm-hmm. split, splitting hours, you can't really like plan that whole thing out. But I feel like if we got a 30 minute or hour thing coming up, we should be able to just sit down and be like, just just at least map out a game plan of like different pockets of music, like five songs that are R&B, five songs that are sing along, five songs that are dance, five mm-hmm. songs that are crunk, five songs that are throwback, five Beyonce, you know, just like, I, I, I feel like being a little more intentional might elevate what we already do at a high level. You know what I mean? Well, I don't disagree with that, but that is exactly what I did for Friday. Um, Alexis will be my witness. I I tried to sit down and put things together and I couldn't. 
I was very intentional about that. I just was drawing blanks. So then, uh, you know, I'm on a treadmill or elliptical here and there. I hear a song I like. Okay, let me throw that in the folder. Let me see if I can get that off. So the songs that I did play, all of that was intentional as far as like the stuff that I, I had sitting in the super soda folder. Um, but for some reason, I just couldn't catch a vibe trying to put like a whole set together. So mm-hmm. and 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 that that's another thing I want to mention is that uh, that just speaks to the growth of you because I feel like in previous years if you didn't know what to play you'd have been up there like a deer in headlights but you do have things that you can fall back on that you know work and i feel like Risho, you probably getting there too so yeah i do want to shout that out that uh because i told y'all when i i feel like i told y'all both of y'all the same thing when y'all started is that you're gonna start playing songs that go together and you'll, you'll memorize them and so when you right. up there you don't know what to do you would be like oh i know this is this bpm and so I can mix this song that's the same VPN with this one and then go about off of this one and, you know, still still make it work uh, without really having a, a game plan. You know what I mean? Yeah. For, me, for me, I know that um, the people that I play for uh, have seen me more than once. So mm-hmm. I've been – the problem is I've been trying to challenge myself lately by – not being so predictable like I know if you see me 10 times you know you know what what I'm gonna mix this next with Mm -hmm. and what happens is is I end up putting more pressure on myself trying to mix it up hence me not being able to put 40 songs in a folder together for last Friday was just like okay here's 10 songs I know I want to play for sure and I'm just gonna work around them yeah and I actually did pretty well so that's um it's funny you say that because uh Two two things about that is that I was talking to Mr. King on Sunday. He was talking about how I don't, I don't I don't think he said he struggled through his set, but he said he definitely tried to do something different because they expect him at that party to be like the crunk ratchet DJ, and he was trying to do a different vibe. So he challenged himself in that way. And at the day party on Sunday, which we'll talk about in a second, I usually always play. I need a hot girl right after back that ass up. And but I knew there were people in there that knew that and that could count that. Count on that, like they count on the sun coming up. <laughs> yeah. So I, instead, I played UGK. Let me see it, and uh, had a pretty good response. So mm-hmm. um, you definitely don't want to be. Yeah, there's a there's a th- there's a fine line between being predictable and then also playing for the people that never heard you. Yeah. Like you know, what I'm saying you still want to put your best foot forward, but I I feel like we do that. So I just feel like on Friday, I don't know. Um, you know, orange soda is like work to me like mm-hmm. it's always work and even when i'm djing i'm thinking about hey, where's drama at look at all these people in here mm-hmm. um what, what, what's the sound like is everybody okay you know security and all that it's hard for me to really get into it and then um i also feel like i rely on marlon too much because if you're not on the mic it just it just sound regular, like mm-hmm. the music just sound like ele- ele- like cleaning the house music, background music. Not cleaning the house. <laughs> so I don't know. Like, like I said, Friday was my best set. People, people, people the same people that come up to say that I killed it. I, I take it with the same people that that said secretly behind my back that a bunch of it was trash. Mm. I just take it with a grain of salt because I'm like, I don't know what everybody's ears like and what they're listening for. So I, I just be like. 
Well, I appreciate the feedback. And then I go back and listen to it. Because I've, I've been recently right. re- recording my sets. I go back and listen to what I played. I was like, yeah, I'm not satisfied with that. So um, I say all that to say July 1st, um, I want to put a lot of time in between now and then on preparing what I want to do from the very first song to the very last song. And then just have some possibles in there mixed in. If somebody before me, I, I still don't even know who's gonna be at the next one. So, the, but I'm gonna make sure that uh, I'll make sure people leave with a good impression. And for the first time ever, I'm going to uh, talk on the mic myself the whole time. Mm. So I'm gonna have to practice that more than anything because, like I said, I, I I can't just rely on Marlon. You know, what I'm saying he does a great job, but it's like I want to speak for myself sometimes. You know what I mean? Did you talk on the mic at all for the first Orange Soda? The very first one? The very first one. Yeah. Um, a little bit. I just didn't remember if you talked on the mic or not. I know Marlon wasn't there on the mic though, right? Yeah, the, I mean the first couple ones when Marlon wasn't there, like I okay. I did what I could. Gotcha. Right. Um I'll be trying to get Trek to do it, but Trek don't be like, you know, he don't be outside enough to be able to be like to to conflict talk that shit like party wise. Mm-hmm. Um anyway, so all right, so boom. Friday night. It's about I knew drama was going on at one. Um, Bobby said he was gonna get there at twelve fifteen. That's during my set. So that's another thing. I think I was distracted because I kept looking over at the section like to see if here he yet, was there. here yet. And then um it was like twelve forty five. Biot leaned over and he was like, Oh, he just walked in. That's why when you came up, Reva, I already knew because uh-huh. Biot had just told me right before him. But I appreciate you telling me anyway. So mm-hmm. um so I'm like you know, I want to leave a good impression. So, but I feel like the downside to having a headliner like that is that it's kind of like you ever been to like a, a rap show at like Scully's or something and like they got all these opening acts. You'd be like, I don't give a fuck about this person. Where is the person <laughs> I paid for? So I feel like everybody's standing there looking at me like, nigga, get off of the stage and where's drama at? So I'm like, <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying my hardest to, I'm playing the bangers, but yeah. also leaving out what I thought he would play because yeah. I don't want to, you know, step on nobody's toes because uh, at Orange Soda Fest, we was playing like some some bounce music and like Benny Fresh Handler was like, why y'all playing all this New Orleans music? I'm like, well, he didn't produce this and who the fuck are you? Like, get away from me. <laughs> um, but, but, I, but I understand. So I'm like, so we got to stay away from the, the Wayne, T.I., Gucci Man, Jeezy, yeah. Um. And by proximity, I was like, I can't play in a walker. I try. Like, I didn't feel right playing. I wanted to play. Remember, I told you I was trying to work on a set, yeah. and I had some two chains. And every other song I played, drama was on it. <laughs> right yeah. at the after the eight count, the first even um, shoddy low. Like, like I'm mm-hmm. like, like I'm like, I'm sure you gonna get this off, right? So, I ended my set. It was supposed to be right at one. So I I was just playing some some dip set because like you know he ain't gonna play that. Mm-hmm. So his man's come up, setting up his laptop, and he like bobbing his head hard. He's like, "Oh, this shit hard." And I'm like, "Okay, make a good impression." But he taking a little time to set the laptop up, and I can't really mix while this nigga standing right next to me. So yeah, he was taking forever. I was like, "Do you need help?" Because I can so, do it. Right, like, like <laughs> you know what you're doing. So I'm like, just dropping different, you know, diplomat songs, whatever songs I think work. Oh, to your point, Ricio, um I, I think I told Don't Fret this is I was scared to play that Panic at the Disco song. But then I thought, this is my motherfucking I party. could see it on your face. 
Yeah, and you were like, like, I'm about to do it. And I was like, oh, I know what he was about to do. And I have no idea. But the funniest part about that was two girls with mohawks walked in right before you did that. They was right at the door and got their whole life. life. <laughs> they was like, oh, this is where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> right. We came to the right place. I just feel like, I mean, as it got a big reaction, but not as big as the crowd that was in there. So I'm sure the other half of the crowd was like, what the fuck is this? Where's drama? You know. Anyways, <laughs> so I'm, I'm playing Diplomat songs, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then um, were you, uh, Reva, were you up there when the dude was sitting up? Like, were you still in the booth or no? I was so, by the door. And I think when he walked away, you came back up or no? I didn't come back up till later. Okay. I so, never came back after that. Or maybe it was uh, like well, one of y'all. When when the dude walked away, drama didn't come right back up. I, I think Alexis yeah. walked back up, and I was like, well, "Where's he at?" And then I, when I saw you leave, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> "So." Because I was trying to leave before he came in, and I was like, "As soon as I walked down the steps, they came in." See, you better than most people because most motherfuckers will, will try to be up there and sit on his lap while he DJing. <laughs> we gonna talk about that in a second. So I'm like, I'm standing there. He walk up. First thing he says, he's like, so it's like a 2000s party or what? I'm like, yeah, you know, they came to hear gangster girl shit, blah, blah, blah. No, I'm sorry. Rewind. First thing he said was, why it sound like that? I'm like, like, what? Well, he's like, it's just like mad bass. And so yeah. at um, Forum, for some reason, I think the subs are connected to the monitors. So the monitors are loud. It's only loud for you, but the bass still go up. And if you multiply mm-hmm. that with the bass on the main game. So basically, I just turned the monitor down, turned everything up. And B.I. turned around right away. He was like, that sounds way better. And all I can think is, why the fuck you didn't say this? the sound was rad an hour ago while I was DJing? But that's neither here nor there. So he asked me the 2000 party. I was like, yeah. And then I kind of made a motion like, oh, like, like, let me get out your way and let me step around. But he didn't see that. I was like, well, fuck it. If he don't care, I don't care. I'm staying up here then. So the first song he played, of course, was Cannon, which... Uh, Motherfuckers was going crazy, and, that, and like I, I had it on the mic, and he started talking that shit, and I, I just—it's just something about it. Like, I don't know how y'all felt, especially you, Reba, because you was on stage when Manny Fresh walked up there. But when Drama walked up there, I was I, like, I was in awe a little bit. Like, I remember being at UC listening to uh, Trapper Die, you know what I mean, and how pivotal pivotal this this music was all throughout my life and my dj career because it's like i feel like all the djs listen to this try to talk right. on a mixtape once and it, and it just didn't sound like dj drama so it was like nah, I'm, I'm never talking again um and then like the whole thing about you know they raided by the feds and you know and then they got little gucci man jay-z beef and all that you know and then so to see somebody that I look up to like right here. It was kind of motivating because I was like, you know, I'm here, he's here, we in the same building. Like, so I feel like, you know, anything is possible. You know what I mean? But anyways, he started talking that shit on the mic, that shit you would hear on a mixtape. I'm like, cool, cool, that's great, it's great, oh, that's great. It's like a dream come true. Um, <laughs> and he's playing, you know, the, the classics. He's playing. Uh, oh, I was surprised he played. Um, is it called Pussy Pleaser? Is that what the song called? Yes. I got a bitch named Nina. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, I didn't think he was going there. That's just hard though. Um then he played some Jeezy. And and in between he was like, 
he looked at me and started talking on the mic like, yeah, you know, I got, I got a lot of classics. I can't let, let, let the night go on without playing all my classics. I'm just looking at him like, I don't know what to say right now. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I'm, 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 it's like I'm on stage almost. He's like, yeah, so I played the Jeezy. And he played the Jeezy, boom. And when he played, um, he started with uh, Bottom of the Map and the, the fucking building exploded. And then he played, and I'm looking over like, what do you want to play next? Oh, damn. So then he played Trevor Drop. That shit came on, and that was the highlight of the night for me. That was mm-hmm. like when um, Manny Fresh played. Um, what is, uh, I think he played Number One Stunner. I'm looking like this is Manny Fresh playing Number One Stunner, and, and it was just that was just the moment for me. And then he played. Um, I will say though, he played Swag Surfing and. It went crazy in there, and he went to the Wayne Swag Surf. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he thought he did something, but we do that shit everywhere. So they're like, that ain't nothing. <laughs> um, so then, here's when things turn a little bit. He played uh, Young Dolph Preach, which, which mind you, I had just played like 15 minutes before my set was over. Uh, and I was like, okay. Well, you Preach? Know. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Because Alexis was standing there when I played it. Um, and it was cool, you know, whatever. Then I'm looking at the laptop and he got that uh fuck nigga free up. That's why I looked at y'all. I was like, like look at the next song he about to play. <laughs> and Reva tried to jump out the balcony when it came. You know, <laughs> I, <didn't know> <laughs> I was like, she about to drop something. Like she going too hard there. <laughs> um, and then he ran it back. And then I looked over. It was Who Wants Smoke. I'm like, hold on. Oh no, we go, we going in the wrong direction. He played it though. Hit. Then the next song was me or something, which I don't really play that because it starts off weird anyway. I hate but the I'm, beginning. Yeah, the beginning is the like beginning that song. the second part is crazy. So he started playing like new shit. Very new. And I'm like, now we all know what happened with Clue at the festival and how Clue didn't understand. He didn't understand the assignment. It took him like 45 minutes to play some Ashanti or something. Like it was just so when I tell you like I'm up there like trauma killing it like, like he had like a the first 35 minutes was so crazy mm-hmm. and he started playing new shit i'm like that ain't really the party but who am i to be like to lean over right. and tell grammy award-winning dj drama like uh you know like you gotta you gotta change this up a little bit <laughs> so i'm like i'm gonna just let it ride because as any good dj would look you look in the crowd and niggas is not dancing and then you would just switch it up so were they put, dancing when he was playing the new stuff no they okay. went up for FNF. Yeah. And that was like it. That was the last was like, time. Oh, wait. That's what I thought. Okay. I was making sure I was, I was, I saw the same things you guys saw. Okay. Yeah. But then when he played Jack Harlow first class, nobody was dancing. And I understand why he played it. I was nobody about to say, was dancing. I 100% expected him to play that. I kind of expected him to do something with Glamorous into that. Movie. I thought he was going to play um, Nail Tech, to be honest. But, mm-hmm. um, so I think him and his man was talking about like the crowd. So he played back that ass up, tried to he tried to get him back, and I think by I mean some the people, people started twerking a little bit, but I feel like at that time it was like too late. It was already late at night. You know we opened at yeah. nine. It was like one forty five, and then uh, he played "Can't Believe It," which I think two of us played before he did. But people started doing like a little line dance or whatever. That's mm-hmm. when he got on the mic. He was talking to shit on the mic all night, which is cool because it'd be a drama. But he said. I ain't been to a party in 10 years where they dance. It's crazy. Columbus, y'all lit, blah, blah, blah. And I think Bobby heard that and was like, hey, 
Tell him, oh no, he asked Malcolm if he wanted us to tell him to play You Don't Have to Call. I'm like, hell yeah. yeah. Mind mm-hmm. you that you, you had just played it mm-hmm. and it went crazy when you played it. Mm-hmm. Um, so he played it and like people didn't know what to do. And, and the stage was clear, so nobody was there to guide him, guide them, the crowd. Right. So it slowly started picking up and the light man started turning on the lights in the section of people <laughs> that was doing the dance, and which yeah. I thought was pivotal. I was trying to show drama. Like, look, man, we dance. We, we, we do it here. <laughs> and so that was the last song. He passed me back the mic. And then this. No business having motherfucker came on stage. Oh, my God. <laughs> and asked Dr- well, Okay, so he handed me the mic. Song cut off. I'm talking to Bobby on the mic like, Bobby, I got one more song or what? He was like, he looked over. He was like, yeah, you got one. And so I was like, let me. Show drama what they came for, so he can see, you know, because when he come back, you know, he can get them together. So I played that. Oh, let's do it, and that shit, the the dance floor blew up, mm-hmm. even with the lights on. And while I'm doing this, I'm trying to, you know, show this nigga like, yeah, this is, this is what we do. Some dummy come up there and is like, oh, can I get a drop from you? And then drama's like, a drop. He's like, yeah, I'm a DJ too, and I'm just trying to get like like a little DJ drop from you, or whatever. He's like, oh, partner, I don't do that for free, uh, which is understandable. <laughs> so he was like, but if you email me, uh, tell me what you want me to say, I'll, I'll go and get it taken care of. And the dude kept asking, like, no, what you mean? I'm just trying to let me hear real quick, blah, blah. And then John was looking at him. He looked at me, gave me dab. He's like, all right, I'm out of here. And just walked away. Right. We never saw him again. Never saw him again. And Literally I'm like. scared him away. I'm like, yo, groupy ass came up here trying to get some shit for free. And ran this nigga off. And I, I was hoping he was never st- got our group picture because of that. But That's also, why I stuck around as long as I did because I thought we same. were gonna get one of those off. And homeboy had him skate out of there, and we never got our pick. So, but also, what what, qual- what type of quality drop do you think you' about to get on stage with your iPhone in a packed club? In the middle, yeah, like. What? So my idea. Now, granted, I also had the idea to ask him for a drop, but I was never gonna do that right in the middle of the set right when we got, got done. I figured the way he was up there just kicking it, I figured he's gonna just stick around to the crowd dispersed and then bounce. Um I saw him, he left, he went back to his section, he was there for a minute, and I looked back up, he was gone. I'm like, man, fuck. Yeah, he took a couple pictures and then dipped. Yeah, so I really didn't see him after he walked off the stage. I didn't even realize he went to his section and then left. I thought he just left. <laughs> but uh the night was dope overall. Um I don't know. Like I said, it's mostly work. So I, the the time I got to enjoy myself was a thirty minute standing next to him, and just watching him and seeing what he was doing and how he worked the crowd during his gangster girl set. He's working the crowd, and hopefully, hopefully, it was a brand builder for all of us. I, I really wanted. That's another thing I wanted to introduce y'all to him, right? You know, to try to you know, just let him let him know, like you know, like we here. So if uh-huh. you ever come to the city, or if we ever go somewhere and we see him somewhere, it's just like a, hey. you know, what's up? Yeah, remember me? Right. <laughs> I like, no, <laughs> I just lost my train of thought. I was about to make a point about drama and forgot it that fast. Sorry. What I will say though is, um, there's like a short list of uh, maybe like five DJs that I want to see before it's all said and done with, and 
Number one and number two are checked off the list. That's many fresh and DJ drama. The other ones I don't think are orange soda appropriate. So I'm going to have to just catch them some other time. Maybe mm-hmm. one of them is. Maybe. But yeah. Is so I know who they are? <laughs> oh, um, Just I'll Blaze. I don't think you did that to Alexis. <laughs> uh, just Blaze is one of them. Yes. Yeah. Uh, DJ Premier is one of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, OG Ron C is another one. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. I don't think people would appreciate a Just Blaze set at Orange Soda. Like, I do. I don't know. It, like, it's hard as to a say. Crowd. Yeah. I feel like individuals would, but I get what you're saying. Like as a crowd, I feel like people that really like music wouldn't like the people that came out last night. I mean, they came out Friday. I don't know. I, I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but I don't think. <laughs> and this is no shade to just Blaze, but I don't think he would bring people out like Drama would, only because. The people that fuck with Just Blaze music like that ain't really going out type people. But yeah. I mean, they wouldn't go out to see him specifically in like a small room, right? So I don't know. But uh, DJ Premier, definitely not because that's hip hop, hip hop shit. I think only like hip hop nerds would care about that. Um, And OG Ron C, a lot of people don't even know who that is, which is a shame. You talk about him all the time. Yeah, but people still don't know like as far as impact and legacy. Uh, but yeah, so those are my top five, and um, Friday was definitely a dream come true to be able to not just stand next to somebody, um, but to be able to book them and to be able to have y'all on the same bill, which a lot a lot of people can't say that. You know what I mean? A lot of people still I DJing was, in a shoebox. I was <laughs> I was nervous because. You said he was going to be there for our sets at first. So I was like, I was literally about to throw up. Yeah. But <laughs> then we get there and he was like, yeah, he's not coming on to like, he's not coming to like, I start. I'm like, oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good pressure. You had to play. I mean, I had to play anyway. So whether he was there or not, right. he missed a good set for me. You just got to keep in mind that you never know who's going to be in there listening. You never know who's coming through Columbus. Um, at these events, um, I told y'all that I on the super low met the uh, founder of Black Car Revoke at yeah yeah at Icon, and I was DJing. There was like three people in there. Hmm. So you never know. Never know. Shout out to him and his sister. They're dope people. But uh, before we talk about the rest of the weekend, uh, we do want to get to our segment that I still haven't caught up with, which is called "Put You On." Um, this is a segment where we put you on the good music, not necessarily news, just something that we know that you need to put on a playlist or put in rotation because that's what we do as DJs. We put you on the music. So who is going first? I'll kick it off. Um, there's a song by Mark Ronson. Uh, I think it's either in Lucky Day or featuring Lucky Day, but it's called Too Much. Yes. Uh, yes. I... I are we? Is it okay to like Mark Ronson? Why would we? Is there something? <laughs> we mean, know something. <laughs> I feel <laughs> like he did, or maybe I'm just thinking of the song he did with Mystical, and that's why I always think kind of I, have like a little negative thing whenever I think of Mark Ronson. But I really, 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 really love his production and his writing. Um, and he has a song 
on, I'm not sure if it's like an EP or just a single, but the song is called Too Much featuring Lucky Day. It's a really good record. I'm have to, I have to Google that. Like, I don't know. Edit that part out where I asked about that. <laughs> Possibly. What in the hell? Oh, I accidentally pressed the play button. Anyways, who's next? Not me. Um. So while I was preparing for Orange Soda, you know, I was really racking my brain about like the vibe that I wanted and like just songs that I would like to hear. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't fit this into the set because I was very much going for an R&B vibe to play it safe and not play anything drama would play so i went like the polar opposite right so but while i was like just thinking about orange soda in general um i revisited baby boy the prince and i was listening to not mean and i was getting my life in my mm-hmm. nissan rogue to that song her well there you have it <laughs> um this song I'm surprised that neither one of you put it into our group chat. Because um, this is definitely the vibe for all of us. This song is called Potion by Calvin Harris, Dua Lipa, and Young Thug. And Free Young Thug. I'm really still upset about this. <laughs> and uh, it sounds, when you say Calvin Harris, Dua Lipa, and Young Thug, yes, it sounds just like that. So it's definitely a summer vibe, summer bop. Um, I feel you like put Calvin, it in the chat, didn't you? I might have. Yes, you did. did. I haven't you heard for it sure yet. did. I haven't oh, heard okay. it. Yet. Yeah, that's that. That it's, it sounds like um, slide. You know, with the the Frank Ocean mm-hmm. Amigos. It sounds like that, but it's mm-hmm. Dua Lipa and Young Thug. Hopefully, mm-hmm. I think Calvin Harris got a new album coming out for the summer. So Good. hope so. And. Um, as a bonus, as I open up title, I see Kamaya got a new album coming out. Oh, say it less. That is my girl. So <laughs> she been like, you know, her first album, I was on it heavy. And I feel like it was, she kind of trending downwards with, with the releases after that. And then she had a couple singles a couple years ago, but nothing really stuck. But anytime she got some new music out, I'm going to listen to it. Because right. I'm going to give it a chance. I'm probably going to like it. But shout out to Kamaya. Yeah, because you wasn't messing with no explanations the way I was. Yeah. But anyways, back to the weekend. Um, you guys have any? Do you guys do anything on Saturday? I was in hell. You were. I also was in hell, but that was just because I was outside DJing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no, no, I lied. I was at home doing homework all day on Saturday. I'm sorry, I'm for, I'm mixing up the days. I didn't have anything on Saturday. You had a wedding. Yeah. Oh no, I, I, I never had a wedding for sure. Um, so the wedding. I was just doing the reception part. And not even that. Um, I didn't do the cocktail hour or the dinner because they had a live band for that. Oh, wow. So I did the re- reception entrance and you know, like all the stuff after that, which is new for me. But mm-hmm. I mean, I'm yeah, I got paid the same. So what I will oh, say, um, actual performance time was for like five to ten. Okay, but like I said, in between, like there was time in between. I was just sitting out eating. 
because gotcha. that's nothing for me to do. But I want to set up it too, just because I, I, I like to. Whenever there's a wedding, and uh, somebody actually asked me this too, I dedicate the whole day. Like I would never do a gig nice. before a wedding, because you never know what's going to happen, and I'm I'll be tired. I rather just wake up, prepare for the wedding all day, because it's a, it's a, it's an important event. You know what I mean, um, but anyways, the only thing I'll say about the wedding, because um, you know that's a private event, and I don't want to uh, expose anybody's uh, stuff. But I will say, as a DJ. Um, this is probably the hardest gig I've ever had because the bride gave me a playlist of 80 songs that I could not deviate from. It was all clean songs. It was majority Christian rap and old school R&B and uh, some slow songs too, which definitely don't work at a reception. Mm-hmm. Um, but I made it happen. You know, uh, the dance portion of the evening was only two hours and a lot of that was, was ate up by like garter toss and bouquet toss and all that um they did single ladies for the bouquet toss obviously um and they did i need a girl too for the garter toss which he didn't actually remove the garter he just threw it which i completely expected from this couple <laughs> um but yeah and their last dance was a it's a john legend and janae song i'm sure y'all know what it is i don't it's like oh i hate that song really not i hate it it's just I never wanted them to be together. Oh, you move, <laughs> I move. Like, yeah, that's on fire to me. I don't know, um, but I'm not an R&B person. Of this group oh person. wait, this is off of their. Or this is off of his album. I thought yeah. she was talking about the one off of her. You're talking album. about lightning and thunder. Yeah. Yeah. Now nah, you move, I move. It got a little bop to it too, but um, last dances are becoming a, a thing at weddings. Um, really. Shout to uh, Lawrence and Alex. Their last day. It's like was when it's like moon. isolated. It's just them. Yeah. They... So they can get pictures of themselves dancing with nobody around. The room's empty. I get it. Um, I thought that's what the first dance was. No, maybe people there, and usually people in the way and shit. Like, oh, I see what you're saying. I'm sorry. So yeah, so it was just the photographer, me, and them. So. Um, but yeah, the uh, the wedding was cool. Um, I'm always, like I said, anxious about weddings because it's like a very important time in somebody's life, and any mishap, like the, the like those mics we got, if there's any kind of like stutter or skip in the mic, everybody can hear it, which yeah. happened a couple times, but I don't think nobody noticed. Um, but yeah, that was Saturday, and then Sunday, uh, me and Reva had a day party, and did. At- at, at victories uh we was outside sweating like shit um it was <laughs> and uh we had a ring speaker so i brought the stuff that i just had in the car from the night before mm-hmm. um and that sub over was very clutch how do you feel about your performance on sunday uh i mean i think i went well you complimented me and I was like, oh, okay. Like, I did good. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't feel like I did bad. I just felt like um, the people that were there, like, Dre kept saying it on the mic, like, y'all are too cool for me. Like, people was not trying to really move. Like, so we had to find new ways to get people to, like, I would play, like, some old school 90s shit. And once people were, I think I played, like, Crush on You and Get Money. And they was vibing to that. And so then I would try to like jump into a, a dance situation while people were still standing up <laughs> to see. And uh, that seemed to do the trick. So yeah, I had fun on Saturday. 
So I'm going to say exactly what I said to Reva. She's she too humble to say it. Mm-hmm. That she was beating my ass on Sunday. Like, mm-hmm. I, she started off with the Mary J and there was no, nobody really there. But the people that oh, were there yeah. were the first like hour and 15 minutes, it was all old school 90s. Like 90s songs that you probably wouldn't really hear. I, I played fucking Naughty by Nature and everything. Right. <laughs> and then when I got on, I tried to play some new shit. I really wanted to get um, Die Hard by Kendrick off because that's a summertime bop. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what's the other song? Uh, Rich Spirit. Um, I was trying to play some newer upbeat shit and they wasn't fucking with it. And then so. You played that K95? Or is that what yeah. it was? Yeah. N- N95? Yeah. 95, I'm sorry. Yeah, you played that. Um, and she got back on, got back to the. The dance portion. Yeah, the 90s shit worked perfectly. No, it was like a 90s, 2000. And the, so my thought was, I need to get out of my own head, obviously, because it's different crowds. But I didn't want niggas to be like, damn, it's that orange shoulder shit again. Yeah. But it was rocking. Like, we was just there last night. <laughs> right. Like, And it was, and, and there was the same people that was there on Friday. Excuse me, it was there Sunday. But it was rocking. Then when I got back on, um, uh, Dre was like, oh, Marlon said, play the Tamiya. And I was like, oh, I guess. And I played it, and everybody <laughs> got face. up. Face. Everybody. I'm just That's the only time Dre will put the mic down is you play that damn song. Right. Um, right and then back over to the booth when it's over. <laughs> and then I, I mixed that with Superstar because to me it's 72 BPM, Usher 71. So it worked or whatever. And then I went to the Who Wants Smoking on that because, you know, I know people like ratchet shit, but it just wasn't clicking. Yeah. Um, And then. <laughs> All the, I'm such a hypocrite because all the shit I talk about on this podcast went all out the window when I played. What did I play for? I'll play Dreams and Nightmares first. Uh, I came out the bathroom. I said, Oh, I know that ain't what I think it is. <laughs> did you get hacked? I made a beeline to the booth. I was like, Nigga, he was just shaking his head like, and it was going up. They lost their mind. I'm like, y'all are on the Twitter lying because y'all are on Twitter saying y'all don't ever want to hear that song again. And then y'all sat down all fucking day until that song came on and lost your fucking mind. Right. And then um, since it's like 78 or whatever, and Sicko Mode is the same BPM, I play Sicko Mode. And then usually when you play Sicko Mode, you go into a certain pattern of songs, and that's what I did. So then I played Finito. Then I played, <laughs> I, so I leaned over to Reva just to see what she would say and if she would give me the green light. And wouldn't you know if she did? Because I was like. Because that's I was what like, we were with it at that point. I was like, <laughs> no, I was like, no more Bamba though. None of that. And she was like, you might as well. We already sold our soul. I was like, yep, I might as well. She <laughs> literally probably had it queued up and just hitting, like waiting for me to say something. Right. Like, I don't know if I'm going to play this. Okay, cool. Bye. No. Um, and then after that, I forgot. Oh, but then um, towards the end of the night when people were about to leave, somebody asked me for some Afro beats. So I got three or four of them off. Yeah. And went to some reggae. But it was like 8.30. And that's the thing. Like, I don't know. It's, I, it can't just be. A, like It has to be just be Columbus because day parties work everywhere else. When it's hot and we outside, niggas in Columbus don't want to dance. Mm-hmm. Or they got to be stupid drunk. Like, like. It, it got to be later in the evening when people are actually drunk. But it's just like, I think because it's light outside and everybody too cool to like get out there. And- it's because they trying. We- Go ahead. It's uh, I was just going to make a joke. I was going to say it's because they trying out that natural deodorant and they need to put the aluminum back into it. Bro, I don't want... 
Bree tried to give me some of that natural deodorant. That shit's like, I got a three-hour time limit on it. I'll be, I'll be coming home like, man, where the Old Spice at? This shit right. Work. Just give me the stuff that got cancer in it, please. Right. Um, what was you about to say? I forgot. Oh. Um, so that was that. We left at 830. Uh, went over to Forum. The redo ran over a little bit long, so they didn't start to 11. And here was the highlight of the weekend. <laughs> So, D-Boogie had his turntables and a uh, mixer up there. Same mixer I got, same turntables. You know, just everybody got the standard setup. So, I plugged my shit in, and it would not load. Like, the finder wouldn't even come. You know, the finder, that's the main shit. Like, I couldn't open nothing. So, I kept restarting and all that. And luckily, I had 10 minutes, like, until the music cut off. Um, And then Boogie was like, hey, you just DJ off my computer until uh, you fix yours. So, you know, using somebody else's Serato library is like, Going to somebody's kitchen and trying to cook and find out oh, where everything is. So I'm like, I don't know what none of these, like he got his uh his songs was sorted by artist, by his crates. Oh, I'm like, no. How do like, you know? It was no. like Dirk, Thug, Meg. I'm like, what? <laughs> so why would you do that? <laughs> um so through troubleshooting, I found out it was my hard drive. Every time I plug my hard drive up, the computer would freeze. But if I unplug it, everything else worked. So I'm like, fuck, my hard drive is corrupt. Now how did I'm that back happen? Up, I don't know. Um, so that's why uh, on Mac computers they say you always gotta eject it before you pull it out. Yeah. Pause because if you don't, that'll happen. Um. So I was just DJing off a title, which I didn't have no BPMs or nothing. All I had was my playlist, no crates or nothing. It was just like if I think of a song, I can play it. So that on not having the right songs. On top of being tired, on top of like, right. is my whole music library gone? I was just stressed out. And so when Midnight came, I was like, bro, you want to switch? And he's like, yeah. So I got up out of there at midnight, and I came straight home to figure out what was, on, what was wrong with my hard drive. I did get it working, and I think it was the cable that I was using because these are like high-speed hard drives. Uh-huh. And the cables, if they're not USB 3.0, it'll either make it. So you use the cable that came with your hard drive, right? Correct. If you ever use anything else, it's probably not going to work as fast. And I was using the one that came with mine. Uh, remember I told you that mine had to shorten it? I don't, I don't even know where it is. And I know me and you talked yesterday about this. I bought this cord, mm-hmm. and I'm going to return them because they're not uh, USB 3.0. But I bought some other ones already. So as soon as I figure out which ones we need, I'll give it to you. Perfect. But um, so, yeah, so I, I got it working. It, it reads my hard drive now. It just reads it super slow. To where this is a high speed hard drive. It's supposed to just like like when I plug it in Serato, the library should come up like that. It'd be like right. reading for like five minutes. Um, so that like put a damper on the whole weekend for real. But now that my hard drive working again, I'm cool. I'm glad it didn't that didn't happen during the wedding. That's why for weddings, I actually put the music on my computer. So my hard drive mm-hmm. catch on fire. Whatever happens, as long as my computer works, I'll be able to play the songs that they need me to play. Right. Uh, but that was basically the recap on the weekend. Uh, what do you guys have coming up? Nothing this weekend for moi. This weekend, uh, I have a grad party on Sunday. It's like a high school grad party. It's got to be because the music's got to be really clean. Um, and then I had something on Saturday, but I canceled it a while ago. So yeah, it's just a grad party on Sunday. So I'll be doing homework all weekend. Such a scholar. Nope, just trying not to drop out or fail out again. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
C's me. C's get degrees. And I'm definitely not. I mean, I'm trying to do better than like a C, but this summer semester, you know how they try to cram 16 weeks in the yeah. eight, and then we're supposed to like retain the information. Right. So that's what's currently happening right now. So I um got some community event. This week I actually have nothing coming up, um, other than a wedding on Sunday, but Saturday and Friday I'm off. Thank God. But that's on, that the the rest of uh, June is really slammed. I'm gonna be as a as a dad cookout. There's Juneteenth ish. There's another wedding. Then the weekend after that is <clears throat> oh Native Tongues. We're doing a breakfast a brunch series. That's June 18th. Oh, that's cute. At Adela's, so mm. come through. Um, and then week after that, I'm going to Nashville with see my see my in laws. So June is pretty packed. Um, I did want to say I want to talk about uh that mixer that came out today. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I watched the video on that. It's a DJM S5. Um, it's a smaller mixer. I think it's like a thousand dollars. So right now, you know, the one I have is the S9, and they stopped making that because they've been making it for like ten years. So now I got the S7, the S11, and the S5. The S7 is probably closest to my mixer. The S11 is the one that has a screen on it, a touchscreen, and the mm-hmm. S5 is a smaller version of the S7. What I will say, um, it's usually used for like, it's like a battle mixer for like scratching and stuff, but for what you would want to use it for, for mixing and all that, it would also work for that. Um, and another cool thing about it is that you can power it from your laptop. So if you wanted to have one less cord, you actually wouldn't need to plug it into an outlet, which I guess that's cool as well. And it has all the outputs you would need on it as far as like XLR and uh, like, like a um, RCA output. has a good fader. It only has four pads instead of eight. But I don't know if any of us uses all eight pads. So. I do. Um, for for cues? You have them in cues? Yeah. Yeah. So. Sometimes if I want to jump somewhere else or something like that, I um. I revise it too. I don't leave it with the number mark. I'll put like little notes so I know yeah. what, exactly what I'm jumping to. In case it's a song I haven't mixed in a while, it's like, oh yeah, okay, jump this to get to that. Yeah. Oh, for uh, me, it's a song that I use often. Like if I have it in rotation, I'm like, okay, I can cut it here. I can cut it here and uh-huh. just go. Other songs, it's just like I really just only mark it at like the first chorus and the second oh, yeah. chorus. Um, shout out to you for finally marking. Um, what was the song? I'm not saying, and I'm holding up my middle finger. <laughs> I'm going to remember what it is. Oh, weak. I'm on Oh, yep. <laughs> Walking around the club. <laughs> yeah. Um, Everybody. Yeah, I don't know if I use more than four cues sometimes, but what what it does have on it is a shift button. So it's one through four, and if you hold down the button, just like on every other piece of Pioneer equipment, there's a shift button. No, so the CDJs we were practicing on when I would want to revise my cues, uh-huh. I kept because because of the controller that I use, um, the SRT one thousand or one thousand SRT. Yeah. Um, I have the shift button, so that's how I do my cues on on the board. But I had to keep going up to my laptop to do it on the CDJs. That kind oh, of on the S nine, there's a shift button on there. You probably didn't see it. Oh, okay. Um. But yeah, so where, where um, is it? I'm not even looking at it right now. I'm about to look at it real quick. Just I'm sorry. I really got Um, so I'm looking at a picture of the DJM S9. The 
the shift button for anybody who's listening allows you to do like it's like the shift button on the keyboard you can do alternate things and the shift button on here is right in the middle below the master the the, the booth level mm. i'm gonna see if i can take a picture of it. you know what i just realized that i kept looking at the cdjs because on my controller yeah, it's on it's the side the platter. yeah so that i probably wasn't even paying attention on the mixer well i for sure wasn't but I'm glad we got that those reps in. I still had some um a couple transitions that I goofed on just because like the I maybe pushed off on the platter too hard. So it was like sped up mm-hmm. or slowed down. <clears throat> but I, I am glad that we got those reps in with that prior to Friday. So yes. now that now that you have you have used it at length, um what am I trying to say? If you could start all over without any effort going one way or another would you go to would you you think you would use record box to be able to use the just a flash drive and not have to worry about a, a laptop no. oh shout out to your laptop for not cutting off all weekend too amen bro he said this while i was uh, he was trying to set me up and no. i guess because i was killing him at the <laughs> party he goes oh shout out to your laptop for not cutting off and i looked at him like nigga why would you say that but yeah it didn't come off at all this weekend I was thinking that um, on Friday too, but I definitely wasn't gonna say it on Friday. I'm like, yeah, it ain't, never mind. Yeah, no, nah, it didn't cut off at all. God is good. But I think no, I like my laptop. I need my laptop, um, and I will not be using a USB for a set that's over sixty minutes. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, I, I guess we have the best of both worlds because it's like if you don't own, like, at least you know how to use it now yeah so when it comes time to use it you can uh we can figure out how to put the library on a flash drive and then when you go plug it in the only downside the equipment you always use it don't got the cue buttons on it remember how i was showing you was touch screen and it wasn't working right yeah. the one we used on friday those cdj 2000s got the cue buttons on the side like there's actual physical buttons gotcha oh, gotcha so that would have solved that problem um but i just think it's way more convenient if you're like at like a festival or something, and you have to like instead of lugging around your laptop or laptop and controller, which is what I had to do at Breakaway in 2018, just walking with a flash drive, plug in, move your shoulders a little bit, 60 minutes later, unplugging, and then go leave. It's kind of like when you're when you're working in a professional setting and they give you an additional monitor and you just can't go back to the one screen. Like you right. have to. Use right. It's like that. Like I don't. Like yeah, I can do my job, but I'm comfortable doing. Yeah, like I need. I need that access to jump around in different folders. I feel like it's quicker on a laptop. Um, I don't think, would I have title access? Nope. Nope. You know, I rely on title um, for specifically for requests, but sometimes if I just think of something off the top of my head, if I don't have it, mm-hmm. right to title. So yeah, I'm cool. I like my library. Oh my uh, I think it was. Sorry, y'all. Cool. <laughs> I think. I think it was Mio. I forgot who said it on um, on Twitter, but they said uh, they don't use title because they feel like it's cheating. Like your library is your library. And first of all, we gotta have him on this podcast. But secondly, I I just feel like if you need a song and you don't have it, why is it why is it bad to have access to it? You know what I mean? It's yeah, I hate saying. that for him. <laughs> I'm not gonna use. A fancy calculator because I shall only be able to use 
the calculator that you can get at the dollar store or my brain like i should only be using my brain like what no like nah give me the texas instruments all right like why don't i use google i can go to the library i like the (laughs) technological advancements like keep them coming technology is your friend i say if that's the case i think we should go back to uh to records and vinyl records like why are you downloading mp3s at all like what the fuck okay survival um, of the fittest right literally no, I, I, like, mean, I, I like i like i mean i totally can dj without title that's not ever gonna be a problem but i like i like it i like it a lot yeah i am um, like it picasso anything that makes <laughs> my job more convenient not easier because you still gotta play that shit oh yeah let's talk about this real quick before we wrap up um i said this on twitter um i'm starting to notice that people don't give a shit about mixing like it's like we're in the minority and we're we're playing for the minority for the people that actually want to hear a song good transition from one song to the next and i don't think people know what a good transition is because they don't like (laughs) yeah so how do y'all like how does that make y'all feel as djs like are we just doing it wrong or so i had that same epiphany a couple weeks ago where I was out casually and there was a DJ playing and the crowd was going up for every single song, but they were not mixing. It was literally like, I'm going to let this entire song play out and then I'm going to hit play for the next song. And I was like, so why are they here? Because like, what are they doing other than hitting play on a playlist? So that combined with while I was in the crowd on Friday, because you know I like to survey the room, and I could see like a couple's people, a couple people's faces of like during transitions, and they're very like judgy, and I'm like, you not even appreciating what's like happening, because you're just used to somebody cutting records at certain points and just playing bangers back to back to back instead of actually you know giving you some art. So I'm yeah, art. I I. The girls don't care. The girls do not care. They just want, you know, maybe it's people's attention span. The math ain't math in because, first of all, um, I definitely do transitions and I will also cut. Um, I think that I have a healthy balance. So there's that. Um, but the math ain't math in because people be on the Twitter talking about transitions being asked mm-hmm. and then you go to these parties where people aren't transitioning at all and they're going up for it so mm-hmm. i don't know um i do what i do how i do it and that's that on that i just i mean we all know we're in the people serving business as far mm-hmm. as dj is concerned so it's half of playing for the crowd and half of being true to what to who you are and I guess who's to say we can't do both? Yeah. But I just be seeing what both. um <laughs> I I on Friday Alexis like like every time IQ would transition, I I will be like, look, listen to him. That shit yeah. is crazy. I wish I could do that and I can't even standing up there and looking, I'm like, how the fuck? It's like it was like those math memes of like yeah. where somebody is like calculating and I'm like, how 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 do you know to do this? And I just feel like it's not appreciated. So what do you do? Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm going to keep doing what I do, how I do it, whenever I choose to do it. So you don't care nothing about what the crowd thinks about it? I feel like I do. I do care, but I feel like when I look out there and I see I'm getting the response and the reactions that I want, I'm not going to beat myself up because I couldn't. I, I missed the cue to make it mix in the right way and I cut it instead. Like I fucked up a transition. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in a little soldier boy bag and I was trying to mix in um, a soldier boy song. And I, and I, for some reason I couldn't get it. I just cut it over. And to me, I hated it. It sounded disgusting, but mm-hmm. the crowd erupted when they realized what song was next. So it's like, fuck mm-hmm. it. I can't, I don't have time to dwell on this. They yeah. fucking with this song on to the next one. Let me go find out what else I'm about to, you know, what I'm gonna play next yeah but i also think like as far as like transitions go like you're not gonna lose points for taking the time to do a transition you might not it might be a little bit extra work because like you care about how it actually sounds but you're still gonna get the same type of reaction as somebody that cuts or just is hit and play after the song ends you don't think you uh i and i can't think of a song right now to give you the examples i'm sorry but you don't think transitioning like like a smooth thirty second mix from one song to another kind of takes the the punch away from some songs like um I can't think of an example. You know what I'm talking about? I know, I know, I, I get exactly what you're saying, and I think it yeah, like can. I don't mix, I don't mix. They know I cut that because right. I know it's gonna go up. It's when they when when it when that intro hit. That's not yeah. something that I'm probably ever gonna mix. I'm gonna cut that every single time. And there's a punch every single time. Or am I not answering the question you're asking? You're, I think you did. You are answering. <laughs> like spot. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Now every song, do I do that? No. And I told you that one of my um uh one of my hindrances is, is I rely on intros a lot and I'm trying to get away from that. But yeah, like sometimes you just gotta cut the song, baby. And I don't care really how nobody feel about it. Especially mm-hmm. if I cut it and and then the crowd erupts, like you want me to apologize to whoever? This is anybody. I'm supposed to apologize. Oh, I didn't mix that. Sorry. Fuck out of here. You see these niggas are losing their mind. Next song. Okay. I get it. But I'm, I don't think that means don't mix or do transitions. Sometimes situations call for it. Sometimes you fucking up. That's the only way to get to the next one. <laughs> like, Period. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> like... I'm just curious um, on, I'm not curious. I I guess I'm just torn on what to do. And I, I, like I said, for me personally, am I working too hard for people that don't give a fuck about it? You know what I mean? Right. As long as you're staying true to who you are and you're happy with it, I wouldn't really care. And like, if it's not enjoyable to do one or the other, why would you do it over and over again? Yeah, and and you could have a flawless set, and the people that don't fuck with you are still gonna hate and talk shit about it anyway. So okay. it doesn't matter. It does matter, but in in the from a uh, spectator, as far as like a party goer, if if you got the party going up. Like, no one's going to be mad that they came in there and had a really good time, but there's an asterisk because you didn't mix three or four songs. I'm going uh, to read you my... So, the tweet I tweeted today was... Where 
answer that. One thing I've learned this weekend is that a lot of people do not care about DJ transitions, just vibes. And I tagged you in it. So Crate said, sometimes transitions are like when you had to show your work in math. There was always those kids that skipped that part and were just like, but I, the answer is right. But no fucking mm. clue about how they got there if Jimmy had five apples as folk. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well, that was funny. But, um, crate don't crate. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, DJ Pause too said, which is, I, I feel like this is closer to the answer here. Could not agree more. But where transitions do matter is in house music. If you train wreck the transition, you just fucked up a whole set. Rap slash hip hop, you can do drops or echo fade out drop on the one all day, or just talk on the mic. Not saying mm-hmm. it's bad or good, just facts. That is a very good point. I didn't think about that specifically. And then so I seen one of my friends um, uh, who's a house DJ retweeted, and I asked him. He, he used to be a rapper, um, and then he started playing guitar, and now he's a house DJ. And so I asked him, I was like, you know, I, I can't remember if I ever asked you, but I'm curious why, how you went from hip-hop performance to house DJ. <laughs> he said, because I hated being around niggas that rap. And a lot of niggas that rap don't actually like to party or have fun. They want to stand around being cute. Nothing has ever made me feel the way the house music does. And I was like, same. But have you always been a fan of house music? He was like, nope. The second I found house music, though, I went all in. And I guess the whole reason I read that is because it's about, you know, finding what works for you and being true to it and doing that 100%. And I feel like when you sway from that, that's when you start you know, fucking up and not being yourself and people can tell when it's not authentic. Mm-hmm. So I say all that to say, I'm going to just do what I do. Uh, I'm definitely going to put more thought into my orange soda set um, to punctuate a little bit more. I, I think I focus so much on the mixing and not enough on the dropping of the music and making it impactful, you know. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see July 1st is going to be something different. Um, also, I was looking at our calendar. Remember, we're going to be in Cleveland in July as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, um, I guess that's really it. You guys, anything else you want to talk about? No, other than thank you for everyone that came out to party with us this weekend. I had yes. a good time. I, I was tired yet, like yesterday. I, I could barely move. But overall, I had a really good weekend. And, um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I echo that as well. Yeah, um, yeah. shout out to everybody that came to see us. And um, we got some gigs coming up. Uh, make sure y'all come out to the uh, Juneteenth joint on uh, June 11th. I'm definitely going to post that on our uh, IG page. And, and the pictures from Orange Sunday because they're probably sweet as fuck. Shout out to our cameraman. He's dope. Shout out to who? Kev. Oh, I didn't hear you. Uh, my, I think it was like an internet disconnect real quick. Yeah, shout out to Kev. He, he always gets the good shots and keeps the bad ones. And I appreciate and does. that. Because if it was up to burn, he would post every single picture without looking at them at all and have all the bad angles. So thank you, Kev. We appreciate you. Now, see, the, the issue is that um, you be looking through a different mirror than the rest of us. And you think all your, all your, all your bad pictures is good and good pictures is bad. We, we talked if, about this before. If somebody's 
side where the tooth is missing and showing you can see the gap you probably shouldn't <laughs> post that and that's not me okay i take care of my shit what i'm saying okay, is period. if the side tooth is missing x that picture let's not post that one <laughs> that's why it's only for you to have to be like man just pick the one out here that you like so i know, I know. what to post and i appreciate that i i don't want you to think that i don't i'm very grateful for that really because you don't want to hear my mouth um but yeah, either way, I still appreciate that you check in with me first. It's honestly, so everybody knows, is because I don't want anybody to think I'm trying to put them in a bad light intentionally or um, on accident. So I'd rather just be, I'd rather measure twice and cut once, you know? Yeah, I don't care about anybody else, but me, I do care. <laughs> right. So thank you um, for tapping in with me beforehand. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, anything you want to talk about, Alexis? Nope. All right, good. Super exciting. Well, it's summertime. You know, we back outside. Um, I'm never going to say the term of those shorts out loud because I'm a grown man and that's Twitter talk. Um, But Gucci daddy. But you got a pair. I have shorts that fit. I don't know what you like. Okay, motherfuckers just discovered five inch inseams. That's crazy to me. I don't know what's going (laughs) on. Um, But shout out to everybody, and I'm sure there's. New listeners that listen to this whole podcast waiting waiting for me to address something. I'm not going to do that. So shout out to y'all. Keep listening. Um, This has been Put It On Record. Um, Follow us on Instagram. You probably already do. Uh, You know, like us, subscribe, leave a review. We appreciate you. And we'll see y'all next time. Peace. Bye.